ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And thank you for subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out. <laughs> uh, the other day I was on Twitter and, um, you know, just getting my tweets off and checking out what people were talking about. And um, my homegirl, Jamie, shout out to Jamie. She's listening. I know she does listen to this podcast. Um, but she asked me a question. She said, you know, do your kids know or watch the classic Saturday morning cartoons? And I um, responded that they didn't, <laughs> you know, because this this generation is truly, truly missing out on what it's supposed to be as far as Saturday mornings and, and cartoons and things of that nature. And um, it got me to thinking about like just how life was and, and what we did, uh, myself in particular, um, you know, how I handled Saturdays. Um, there were things that we did other than just watch cartoons. Now, of course, cartoons was a big part of uh, my childhood as far as in the 80s and then into the 90s. But Saturday mornings were different, um, especially in my house. Uh, one thing that we couldn't do was sleep in. <laughs> the whole concept of sleeping in, like, I don't know what that is. Like, you know, sleeping in is supposed to be, you know, the perspective of it's Saturday. You know, you don't have to go to school, so you don't have to get up as early and that's supposed to be that. Well, in my house, in my house, in my house, in my house, that wasn't the case. <laughs> my mom, she wasn't having that. And I mean, my dad either, but I lived with my parents until they got divorced when I was 13. But I don't remember, especially once I got to be a teenager, the idea of sleeping in, nah, that wasn't happening, right? Like, it just, sleep in for what? <laughs> Your ass had to get up. And, I mean, now she wasn't, my mom, you know, and I, we laugh about it even to this day, but while she wasn't the type to make you get up at the crack of dawn, you know, like, some of my friends, they could... They might get up, you know, 10, 11 o'clock. Like, they literally could stay up late, you know, Friday nights and, you know, get up at, you know, 10, 11 o'clock and kind of get their day started. Um, particularly when I was a teenager, I don't recall ever sleeping past, like, <laughs> like 8 o'clock. Like, I, I just, that just didn't happen. Um, and if it did, it was rare. But it, it, it also prepared me kind of, like, for life. So, like, even now... Um, I don't, I don't, I've never, I, I can't remember where I've ever like, quote unquote, slept in, even as an adult, like I'm always up early. So even if I, um, I'll give an example. Um, when I was single <laughs> and a bachelor and I just moved here to Atlanta, um, I could, I would go out like on Friday nights 
And me and my man Jay Fresh, we go, we go party or whatever the case may be. And I might get in, I don't know, three, four o'clock in the morning. You know what? I was up at eight o'clock <laughs> without fail. Yeah. Like the idea of just staying in the bed and like sleeping half the day away or sleeping till 12 or one o'clock. Nah, that shit. I just, that wasn't me. That shit wasn't happening in my house. It just, so, you know, my mom kind of uh, prepared me for what I would do, I guess, for the rest of my life. So even now, I mean, I have no reason to be out two or three o'clock in the morning because I don't party like that anymore. But um, even if I did, I'd be up at eight o'clock. It's just it's just in me. But yeah, growing up, um, there was no such thing as sleeping in. I mean, like I said, we did more than watch cartoons. But Saturday mornings, you could not sleep in. That just was not going to fly. Like my mom was going to get your ass up and you was going to have to do something. Um, And normally... The something was chores. Um, I didn't like doing chores, but I understood that it was necessary. Um, I remember my uh, <laughs> my late uncle Sonny used to always say, hey, we're not asking you to pay for the light bill. So earn your keep. <laughs> you got to do something around this house. And while he said that I didn't understand it then. Uh, especially now being married and having kids, I understand it now, you know, like you got to do something to maintain your crib and everything like that. Um, so yeah, I just, chores was something we had to do. Um, washing dishes. (sighs) I hated washing dishes. Um, I didn't really wash a lot of dishes in high school, to be honest, but when I did, I hated it. Like I just, just yeah like why like why do i have to stand here and wash these dishes why can't we get a dishwasher (laughs) i remember one time i asked my mom i said mom can we get a dishwasher she said oh yeah we we got one and i said when when did we get a, a, a dishwasher she said you can find a dishwasher she said go right around that corner and go into the first room and look in the mirror she meant going to the bathroom, meaning you're the damn dishwasher. <laughs> so, yeah, I wasn't wasn't a fan of washing dishes. I'm I'm cool on it now, but you know I wasn't a fan. Um, we had to clean the bathrooms too. Uh, we had a bathroom upstairs and we had a bathroom downstairs. And the bathroom upstairs I primarily used because it was right next to my room when I was in uh, middle school and high school. And so, and I, I, of course, I didn't do that type of chore when I was uh, younger, but when, particularly when I got to middle school and high school, we had to clean the bathroom. So me and my brother and my cousin, Eric, um, I'm still not a fan of cleaning bathrooms. Uh, I will clean my bathroom in my house now. Um, let my wife tell it I don't clean it enough, but, but I don't have, we don't have no sloppy baths. I mean, she normally cleans it, but I will clean it. But, um, I'm not a fan of cleaning bathrooms, but you know, it's okay. Uh, oh, another chore, raking the yard. Um, let me tell y'all something. I am a huge fan of fall. Fall is my favorite season. Fall is my favorite season for one, you know, the temperatures change. It goes from being extremely hot to very comfortable, very mild. Uh, I grew up in South Carolina, so our falls are beautiful. But 
the thing about fall is the leaves fall off the damn tree. And <laughs> we had a huge, well, we, yeah, we still do. We got a huge front yard back home. And at one point in time, up until I was probably like a junior in high school, we had mad trees in the front yard. And so I hated that raking the yard. I mean, like you literally, it, it, it would feel like you were out there all freaking day, man. I hated raking the leaves because you had to rake them up. And, you know, back then, you know, and again, I'm in South Carolina, so it wasn't intricate. You know, we didn't have no, uh, <laughs> no leaf blowers back then. This is, this is 88. <laughs> so, uh, you had to rake the leaves and then you put them in a pile and you had to burn them. And I'm like, aren't we like destroying the ozone layer or something? I was trying to do, <laughs> I was trying to say whatever I could to get out of raking leaves, but I hated raking leaves. Um, what, uh, what other chore? Oh, sweeping a driveway. We had a really long driveway. And again, we didn't have a blower. Um, I don't know if they even, even existed when I, well, I'm pretty sure they did. We just didn't have one. We probably should have had one. We got about, 10 of them now but you had to sweep the driveway which i didn't really understand at the time because i'm like well i gotta sweep the driveway it's only cars coming up and down the driveway but you know the thing is if you have leaves the leaves are going to blow into the driveway you want to sweep the driveway and eliminate the leaves i hated sweeping the driveway because that seemed to take forever too as well um cutting the grass um, I didn't mind cutting the grass and it's, it's crazy because like <laughs> I cut the grass, but my kids have never cut my grass. Like I cut the grass growing up at my home in Florence, South Carolina, but as an adult, when I bought my house, I think I might've cut my grass like 10 times, maybe. And then after that, I was like, no, nah, I'm going to pace my do this shit. <laughs> and the reason being is that, like, it took me forever to cut the grass. Like, even as an adult, it took me a long time to cut my yard front and back. And I was just like, no, nah, I'm not doing this. Like, I'm, I, it's, this is just, it's too much. Like, it, it's, it's just way too much for me to try. So, um, so no, I didn't cut the grass. And I mean, I paid somebody and I've been paying somebody every year to cut the grass. And, and and he does a great job, my man Garcia. But anyway, like I said, I hated it. Didn't like it at all. You know, so whatever. And here's the thing. With our yard as a kid, nobody wanted to cut the grass when we had a push lawnmower. There was no such thing as self-propelled. We had a pushing lawnmower, right? And then somewhere around 89, I was probably like, oh, I can't remember what grade I was in. But it was before I graduated high school. We graduated to the riding lawnmower. So, like, between me, my brother Damon, my cousin Eric, and that was it. So, like, none of us wanted to cut the grass when we had to push the lawnmower across, across the grass, right? We get a riding lawnmower and everybody wants to cut the grass man i looked outside one day my damn aunt was out there cutting the grass i was like man what the hell but um 
Yeah, it, it, it's I mean, obviously for time's sake. Now, fast forward to now. Um, I mentioned I've, I've had somebody cut my grass for the last 10, 15, 15, 15, 16 years. But I think this year, this year, I'm going to get a lawnmower. I'm going to get a riding lawnmower. And it'll probably take me about 15 minutes to cut the grass, 15, 20 minutes. I'll do that. Um, one, because, you know, I, I said this year I'm going to do more in the yard, you know, because I'm an outside type, type of guy. I, I really like being outside in the yard. I'm a country guy, you know, country boy, if, if you will. But, um, yeah, I'm not, um, I, I think I'm, I'm going to do that. But even if I do that, you know, I, now I still have to, you know, teach my sons, which, you know, two of them are out of the house in college. And our youngest son is a freshman in high school. He's going to have to learn how to cut the grass by himself, you know, so I'm going to have to make sure I get out there and show him how to do it and everything like that. Just, you know, just, to, just so he'll know, you know, um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> this next chore. I know everybody can't relate. Cleaning the pool. Okay, so we have a pool at my home back home in, in Florence, right? Shut up, Queen King Germ. Shut up. I, I hear you talking right now. Um <laughs> so we have a pool. It's dope having a pool, right? And the pool is, you know, it's eight feet deep and you know, it's uh there's a three feet part where you know, most people go and it's, ro- it's roped off. It's really nice. It's a nice pool, right? But cleaning the pool is the worst chore ever. You have to not only clean the pool, you got to make sure that, you know, anytime leaves and stuff fall off the trees and you got to go down there. So that means you actually have to get in the water to get the, and what if it's, you know, if if it's, not as warm as you want it to be or whatever like that. And obviously, if it's wintertime, you're not getting in the water. There's a um, vacuum that we would use to, you know, get the leaves up or whatever, underwater vacuum. Um, but pool maintenance is not, it's not like what you want. You know, it, it's, it's actually really annoying. I mean, like, you have to make sure that the pH is balanced to make sure people don't burn their eyes when they get in the water. You know, the chlorine levels have to be a certain way. You got to make sure that the water is clear. It, it's like a lot of shit. Like, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. First world problems, right? But I was very appreciative of having a pool. But no, nah, man, it, it's not. It ain't all what it was cracked. What you think it might be cracked up to be, right? Um, But the dope part was having pool parties. I mean, I I, I will say that. I We had more than a few pool parties. Those were always fun, but cleaning the pool, prepping the pool for a party, um, maintaining the pool once someone got out, you know, making sure people don't pee in the pool. <laughs> All of that stuff, man, it's just, it's not, um, you know, it's, it's not what you want. And, and I mean, like I said, pool parties were always cool because, you know, girls never wanted to get in. So sometimes you throw a girl in the three feet part you know and she get mad you know because girls don't want to get their hair wet and all kind of stuff like that and i remember um when we were in like we must have been like freshmen in high school we had a pool party once and it was a couple of girls that came and they weren't shaved and we were being fresh and we was like oh look at her <laughs> she's got hair coming out of her bikini um but anyway i digress um yeah so that was you know that's what we did on saturdays man um 
just you know the chore part the chores like i said if i had to if i had to pick it down to one cleaning the pool which was probably the worst chore um what else did we do on saturdays oh for me saturdays were the day that i played pop warner football um as many of you know or maybe you don't know i, I played little league football um i started playing when i was eight years old right and i played all the way through um high school and then to college at south carolina state university um but yeah pop warner football on saturdays were dope man i remember like when i first started playing um i started at eight years old right and what happened was <laughs> for an eight-year-old you had to meet certain weight requirements and the weight requirement for an eight-year-old was 60 pounds well here's the slight problem at eight years old i was only 52 pounds <laughs> so my parents had to sign a waiver saying like if i got hurt you know they wouldn't try to sue the city or anything like that so um but pop one football was, was it was it was everything um I think uh, over the years of playing Pop Warner football, you know, a lot of stuff changed, but it helped me, you know, develop my love for the game and everything like that. And um, there's no way that I would have uh, played high school football or college football, for that matter, if I had not started with or started by playing Pop Warner football. Um, and I'll be honest with y'all. Um, <laughs> I was pretty damn good. Uh you know, good enough to, you know, play high school football and, you know, do some things in high school and earn an athletic scholarship. I mean, you know, I, I was I was nice with it. I played wide receiver. My hands are nice. Um, you know, so I'm not bragging anything, just being honest with y'all. Uh, but I remember um, I just I, I hated losing. Like, I really hated losing. Like, and even to this day, like, I don't like to lose at nothing, right? But that competitiveness came um, really when I started playing Pop Warner football. And the way it's set up, or the way it was set up back then, it's different now. But um, I guess the best way I can describe it, like, in my town, Florence, there's three main high schools. There's West Florence, there's South Florence, and then there's Wilson. I went to Wilson High School, right? And so the league was kind of the Pop Warner League was kind of set up like you played at first, like kids from all across the city of Florence could play and they play on different teams or whatever like that. But by the time I got to like, I want to say fifth grade, sixth grade, what they did was they split the leagues based on like where you was on to go to school. So in essence, because I was zoned to go to Wilson, I would be playing with kids who were also zoned to go to Wilson. So, which was good because you got a chance to kind of get into the feeder system, if you will. And, you know, the kids that if you continue to matriculate as far as playing football, these would be the kids that you would be playing, you know, middle school ball with and high school ball with. And so that was dope. But I, I really got tired of losing. Like, I, I hated losing. And when I when we were playing, like, with all the kids from, you know, all over the, the city, I didn't like it because like, I remember one time and I came to the sideline and we were getting, <laughs> we were getting blown out like 30 to nothing. And I came to the sideline. I went to sit on the bench 
And it was one kid, it was two kids sitting down and they were like, yeah, I'm going, I'm going, you know, fishing after the game. Oh, I'm going hunting after the game. And I'm looking at him like, man, we getting our damn heads blown in and y'all talking about going fishing and hunting after the game. Like after that, I was like, I was like, man, I'm tired of this shit. Like I, I just, I hated it. And then soon after that, uh, you know, the, like I said, the league was split where you played with kids. And so I ended up playing with kids that I not only played with in high school, but kids that I knew, kids from my neighborhood, um, kids that I went to school with. So that made it a whole lot easier. But Pop Warner football was definitely um, dope back in the day. Um, and the last thing uh, I spent Saturdays doing, uh, going to the mall. <laughs> uh, Florence isn't a big place. Uh, in fact, I'll, I'll have a podcast about that coming up. Um, it's not a big place, man. But one of the things I used to love to do as a child was go to the mall. Uh, you heard the podcast about me going to the record store, but going to Magnolia Mall in Florence, South Carolina was always fun. Um, we would go to the arcade. And in the arcade, it was interesting because like you literally could spend all day in the arcade, like hours countless hours i mean what i you would spend hours if you had money because <laughs> after a while you know just standing around watching people play ain't fun if you ain't got no money but um it was it was cool man it was cool i loved going to the mall and like i don't ever recall going to the mall with a bunch of money but you know if you got twenty dollars and you get a bunch of quarters i mean honestly you, you can play space invaders pac-man miss pac-man donkey kong all of that stuff you could spend a couple of hours doing that you know and battling with your boys and stuff um those those days were fun because again you know even though we had atari and we had ColecoVision and nintendo um what made that interesting was just being able to physically play an arcade game um and like i said i just remember going to the mall with very little money relatively speaking like, I never went to the mall with, as a kid, even in high school, I don't think I ever went to the mall with more than $50. $50 at the most. And I mean, like, that's pushing it. And I spent so much time in the mall, like, I just learned how to be in the mall and not spend any money and anything. Um, and another part of the mall was, like, for me was... Um, they had an indoor Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I love Chick-fil-A. So that would always be like my highlight. Like I had to go to the arcade. I had to go to Chick-fil-A. And I had to go to the record store, a music store in, inside the mall. Um, and that's what I did on Saturdays. I, I, I did my chores, pop on a football, uh, and I went to the mall. And, and I couldn't sleep in. <laughs> That's just pretty much how we lived back then. So, you know, I just wanted to get on here and tell y'all about it, man. Saturday mornings are different. Hopefully, you guys have had some Saturday mornings uh, that have been eventful. Uh, if so, after you hear this podcast, let me know what you did on Saturday mornings. Uh, that's going to do it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for checking out this edition of the 12 Kyle podcast be sure to subscribe to the podcast because from time to time, we will drop bonus episodes on Sundays. All of our episodes drop on Thursdays at midnight. 
That's going to do it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for checking out this edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. I'll catch you guys next time. 5,000.